Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable. I am one of your co-hosts, Nick Qualia, here with Marvazan this week. No Mike Molino, but, you know, he'll be back next week after a Saints game, which hopefully is going to be a bit more interesting than the Patriots and the Jets. It was a nice win, but, you know, it's the Jets, and we're going to talk about that as we get into it. Uh, but the score of this game, 25-6. to six. I think the main story that you can take out of this game, Marv, is Zach Wilson looks more like a guy who belongs playing a high school quarterback in a movie on Disney Channel rather than an NFL quarterback. And I'm not here saying this guy's a bust. I think it's way too early to say this guy's a bust. Yeah. But he looked bad. <laughs> Yo, like, How sick are you if you're a Jets fan? So the Jets sucked last year and the Patriots sucked last year. But the Jets actively tanked. You get the number two pick. <laughs> they tanked to get this guy. Yeah, you guys actively tanked. You messed, first of all, you screwed everything up because you weren't even supposed to win a game. You were supposed to tank for Trevor. Y'all, y'all messed that up. And you got the number two pick. All right, cool. You get Zach Wilson. Patriots just, you know, sit and wait. Sit and wait to see who's going to come to them. And they get Mac Jones, 13 picks later. And by all accounts, Mac Jones looks like the better quarterback at the moment. Yes, Zach Wilson, he, you can tell that, you know, this guy's a gunslinger. And hopefully with the proper coaching, he's going to be something. But as of right now, with this and analyzing them on week two, Jets fans, gotta, it's got to be a sour taste in your mouth that, damn, the 15th overall pick is outplaying our number two pick. Right. And, and I want to see, I want to try to pull it up because you just mentioned, you know, Jets fans probably freaking out right now. But I saw a tweet. I believe it was, I want to say it was from KFC Barstool. He's a huge Jets fan. And it was something along the lines of like, it's happening again. Or like, this is, this is happening again. I want to, I want to find that tweet. It's probably buried at this point. But I mean, if it was something along those lines, if, like you said, if you're a Jets fan, you have to be sick. You have to be absolutely devastated after that type of performance. And, you know, it's it's the Patriots defense, which a lot of people expect to be very good this year. You know, very improved, uh, very much improved front seven. And then you're going to get Stephon Gilmore later on. But, again, yeah, right there. Like, this is a defense without Stephon Gilmore. And you're just tossing interceptions up. That one, I want to say, I want to say it was at the start of the – Third quarter, where he just launched this ball downfield. 
The one to and McCord- it looked like it was, huh? The one to McCordy directly in his chest. It looked like McCordy was the receiver. Yeah, that was a. It looked like it was a miscommunication with him and uh, Corey Davis, and you just it's just an inexplicable play. You can't just do. You can't do that in the NFL. So bad. I don't know what that was. <laughs> it was so bad. You want to talk about people who probably feel sick? It's Corey Davis fantasy owners. All you heard, man. All you heard. You see these people on YouTube, on TikTok, all these fantasy gurus. They're all like, hey, man, listen, Corey Davis looked pretty damn good with the Titans. Now he's probably going to be the top dog up in New York with Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson's going to love him. He had a good week one. He yeah. Oh, yeah. Two touchdowns. Yeah. After this week, though, after week two, I would not be too confident. But look, I, but we were talking fantasy before. Nothing is going right in fantasy so far this year. Nothing. All these, I, I my entire bench week probably outscored my main team. Yeah, I looked. I just looked at my, I looked at my draft board, and the last my last four picks of skilled players are no longer on my team. <laughs> <laughs> if we have another time to do a fantasy show, I'll read off the names I ha- I picked, and they're just no longer on my team. We're going to have to do a fantasy show at some point. Me and you, hey, and actually speaking, we got to tell Mike about this when he gets back next week. One name, this is the last time we're going to say this name on this show, is Tyler Higby. That guy. Yeah, I'm not trying to cuss on this show, so we're going we're gonna to keep it moving. Back to the Patriots and the Jets. <laughs> that guy, was, what, are we, what are we doing, dude? There was also no tight end action in that game. As well. I really do want to talk about that, though. Yeah, so that's a good segue. That's because I wanted to talk about that too. Guys, of course, this show also powered by our friends over at betonline.ag. So yeah, get into that because at the, in the offseason, when you go out and you make that splash, you get John o. Smith. Everybody's like, all right, Hunter Henry off the board. Hunter Henry all of a sudden ends up on the Patriots too. You're like, okay, two tight end set. Let's go. And it really hasn't been what we anticipated so far through two weeks. No, it hasn't. And it's, it's getting disappointing. I know it's week two, but... I don't know if it's just Mac Jones who's being very conservative or if that's just how, you know, the Patriots offense wants to run this year with a rookie quarterback and not really, you know, unleashing the kid. But is the 25-6, that was the score, 25-6? to 25-6. to six. It should have been 42-6, to six, honestly. It should have been 42-6. to six. You In Patriots- the start of the game, I wasn't, I wasn't crazy – confident with what was going on no it wasn't you look at the score and yeah Patriots defense dominated with the against Zach Wilson but other than that there wasn't really much to be excited for offensively when you when you watch this game and I describe it as this Nick my mom doesn't watch much football but she she came home she asked me how was the game how did the rookie do I was like ah he was he was he was good. I mean, we won. And, and that's you, want me to read his, you want me to read his line for you? Yeah, please. Stat line for Mac Jones yesterday. Oh, that is Juwan Bentley. That is the wrong name. Uh, twenty-two for thirty, one hundred and eighty-six yards. Not like not exciting. Honestly, hey, I don't I don't want to say it, but kind of Cam Newton esque. Very that line it, right there. Very. And when this team when when they built this team. One thing I said is they built this team for Cam Newton, right? They built it seemed like they built two tight ends, Seth, heavy running back. They built it for Cam Newton. But obviously Mac Jones had other plans. 
<clears throat> excuse me, won the job. Now let's let's explore all these receivers. Kendrick Bourne is someone I'm very excited for. Crazy talented. Getting getting utilized as a, a gadget receiver, kind of. Nelson Aguilar, he had that touchdown week one, but we're not seeing much of him. The two tight ends that you paid a lot of money to are not being highlighted. I like the 30 pass attempts from Mac Jones. That's perfect. 184 yards, that's a, that's a no-go. We need to start throwing the ball down the field. The way the Patriots have played offensively is not going to work against great teams. If you had played better offensively week one, yes, I know the fumble hurts, but the Miami Dolphins game shouldn't have been that close to begin with. They, they should have been up more against Miami Dolphins so when there is fumbles, it doesn't affect you as much. I just feel like the Patriots are being super conservative. When have we seen trick plays from Josh McDaniels and it got checked down? Especially when we have all the time in the world. Yeah, no, you're right. And and it's and not like not like they're doing this. They're not trying to put these plays out for us, but it's a boring brand of football right now. It's yeah. not that fun to watch. 186 yards from your rookie quarterback. We saw in preseason, and it made us excited. We saw in the preseason Mac Jones has the ability to air it out. And not only does he have the ability, he's accurate as hell when he does it. I mean it wasn't necessarily in – he didn't necessarily air it out in this pass, but he made another dime pass this week to Jacoby Myers down the sideline. It was a perfect pass directly into the basket, but I want to see him do it more down the field. And you brought up Nelson Aguilar, and that's another name. We just brought up the tight ends. We want to see the tight ends be used more, right? But what about Nelson Aguilar? Signed this guy to a big contract. <laughs> a lot of people, when you saw this contract, you were like, Nelson Aguilar? The guy who was the butt of a joke to a viral video by an Eagles fan a few years ago? This guy? You're paying him this much money? Let's see it. Let's utilize it. We saw him last year with the Las Vegas Raiders and Derek Carr. Who, Derek Carr, by the way, having a pretty big year so far. Uh, Nelson Aguilar can get downfield. Just send him. Let Mac drop it to him. I want to see that kind of football. You know, I love seeing James White, especially because he's on my fantasy football team. I love seeing James White being utilized like James White again. I do. But I want to see more explosiveness from this offense. It's A, it would be more fun to watch for us. And B, I think Matt can do it. And they're clearly, I think this all just comes down to the Patriots wanting to slowly integrate Mac into the NFL. Because, you know, he didn't get this year to sit behind a quarterback. He's he's in it immediately. But... Look, you're facing the Jets. If there was any team to explore what you can do offensively by throwing the ball down the field, it's the it's the New York Jets. The one thing the Jets are sound in is their front seven. They have a solid front seven. So you'd think, okay, the running game, we might you know ease back on that this week and really see what we can do with Aguilar. Let's see how we can get John o. Smith involved. Let's see what Hunter Henry can do in the in the red zone. We didn't get any of that. Against the Jets, where that's going to be probably your best time to do that, to see what you have in Mac Jones. Throw the ball downfield. Let's see what you can do. If you make a mistake against the Jets, I'm super confident that a Zach Wilson that's throwing four interceptions, you're going to be okay. But I, I need to see the ball go down the field. 
It was getting stalled way too many times in the, in this team. And the only reason you scored 25 was due to all of the um, turnovers on the other side. Come on, man. It was, it was just frustrating to see that because you're going to be facing better secondaries moving forward. Right. And, you know, another concern that you that you can't have, especially after this game, was Brent Brown, man, hurry back. Because that right side of that offensive line, they're not blocking me. Almost. They're not blocking you. We're getting right through that right side of that offensive line, no matter who they put out there. It was bad. That was bad. What was it? Durant and Haran? Yeah. My goodness. Who started the game? Was it Durant? It was Durant who started the game, who ended the game week one. He started the game week two. And it was abysmal. He's uh, he's <laughs> Durant. Durant comes out, doesn't look great, doesn't look too good at what he does. No. You're bringing Haran, you switch him out. Haran, I think Haran got hurt immediately, like a, a player two in. You know, like oh shit, you, you got to go back to 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 Durant now. It's it's I don't I forget the length of of Trent Brown's injury, but you need this guy to get back soon. Who was the left tackle that we couldn't stand when Isaiah Wynn got hurt? Do you remember who I'm talking about? It might have been last year, two years ago. It wasn't. Oh, my God. What's his name? Yeah, he was. <laughs> we, we spoke about him every episode. Let me let me look it up. Because oh, as, soon as, as soon as I see the name, I'm going to know who it is. I'm sorry to keep um, take us off track for a second, but it's just it's giving me that type of vibes right now when when we're talking about Durant and Iran. Because everyone else, the, I mean, the offensive line as a whole hasn't been great, and I think that you know as weeks go on, they're gonna gel together better. But that right side is really bad right now, and it's affecting Mac Jones to the point I don't know if this time he is hesitant in what he's doing. He had a he had a horrible um, grounding. Before the um before the end of the first half, it was just like yeah. football players just don't do that. Just run, just run the ball. Well, that was that was a that was to me, and I I have that down in my notes here. That to me was a rookie mistake. Like yeah. that was that was a that was like the first sign that we've seen over these two games. Where I'm like, okay, this is a rookie. Definitely a rookie mistake. Is it, um, was but, it was it like Adrian Waddle? No, it wasn't Waddle. You say the name, I'm going to, I'm going to get it. It wasn't one. Well, because I just, I just looked at the 2019 depth chart and I didn't see anybody that that brought that rage back. Who was it? Who was it? I don't know. I've, but you know who I'm talking about. I do. Yeah, there was there was somebody that we couldn't stand. I don't remember who it was. It might have um, been Waddle, to be honest. I'm not sure. But yeah, so so bringing up the offensive line again, though, like you need that to be fixed soon. But you know who didn't really seem to care about the offensive line? Damian Harris. Yeah. And on that on that touchdown run that was very Marshawn Lynch esque, he looks good. The Patriots have a legit RB one, and that's going to be very exciting to have, especially with a rookie quarterback going on into the season. Having him playing the way that he has, as long as he holds on to the football, that's a damn, damn good weapon to have if you're the Patriots offense. And how many carries did he have, Nick? Uh, let me pull back the stats. 
Uh, Damian Harris, 16 carries, 62 yards, one touchdown. See, you know, not I, like not super exciting, but that touchdown he had was super exciting. But what did I say last week? I didn't want him having those 25 plus carries. 16 carries is good. I thought he got worn out week one, and towards the end, his his runs weren't as explosive. You bring him that could in, be why he dropped it. So 16 to 20 rushes a game for Damian Harris is perfect in my opinion. Um, I was sad not to see Stevenson in this in this game in the doghouse. I, I hope he comes back. Um, you saw a little bit of JJ Taylor. Anytime JJ Taylor touches the ball, it's plus yardage every time. Yeah, and, and that's what I was going to ask you. And, and answer this after I read uh, what I got it for our wonderful friends over at BetOnline.ag. But who would you rather have? Because I, I can't imagine they're going to carry all four at one time. Who would you rather have, JJ Taylor or Stevenson, active for the game? So while you think about that, guys, we got to talk about our friends over at betonline.ag. We're back in better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back to start another football season. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's 100%, not 50, 100. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use promo code NFL100. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to bet all of your sports, your favorite sports. BetOnline, your online sports book experts. All right, who would you rather have, Stevenson or J.J. Taylor? Because I'm a J.J. Taylor guy, and he looks explosive, and he looked good yesterday. I like I like J.J. Taylor, and I want to see him more. But I would rather see Stevenson due to the fact that – You can't carry all of them because Brandon Bolden also takes up a spot. Don't talk to me about no Brandon Bolden. Hey, special, special team elite. Yeah, sure. Keep stay there. Stay there. Matt Slater, Matt Slater, <laughs> Bethel, Brandon Bolton. The thing oh, with conversation. The thing with Stevenson that I like with him, one he can also catch out the backfield, but Patriots are really bad in the red zone. It's been like this for the past couple years now. Even Brady's last year with the Patriots, Patriots have not been successful in the red zone. And, and, start, yeah, and, and, and you saw it again yesterday. It's started again yesterday. Really, really concerning. Now it's been years. Not just been all this year. It's been years now. The Patriots have not been able to convert in the red zone. Now I think Stevenson, you know, being the big bat that he is, can help with that. And that's why I would say Stevenson over JJ Taylor. I'd rather see him more. But JJ Taylor, change of pace, running back, dynamic. But when you have James White as solid as he is at the moment, I'd, I'd stick with Harris White Stevenson. The reason I like J.J. Taylor, and honestly, like this is one of those conversations where you could really go with either of them and I would be happy, but J.J. Taylor, when he has the football in his hands, he is explosive and he hits. He, whoever's in front of him, he will hit, and there's a good chance that you're falling forward with him. So, again, you could really go with either of them, but uh, highlighting yesterday's game, too, going back to that, I just want to know – did that game give you more confidence in the Patriots overall? Or are you with me thinking it's the Jets? So really 
it doesn't matter. One one thing that the Jets have proven and shown us over the years is it doesn't matter. It just doesn't. It really doesn't matter how well you play against the Jets. And that's that's the case in NFL in general. When you face a really bad team, it's not going to carry over to to the, to the next week. Like you, even still if have, you face a good team, look what the Saints just did. You, you know what I'm saying? Like so, everything's circumstantial. This this win didn't. All this win did was piss me off that they lost against the Miami Dolphins week one. Especially that's, after that's, seeing what the Bills did to him, that's all. That's all that this win did was just piss me off more. Because the Patriots should should have put themselves in a position where they are two and zero facing the New Orleans Saints, and right now they're one and one. And especially when the Bills dropped one, the Dolphins don't don't look too good now that two was hurt. They they were in a perfect position and they let that slip. So that's all that did for me. Um, the defense looked looked solid. That. Front line though the defensive line, oh, the running the running running backs were able to do whatever they wanted the past two weeks. You got Michael. It's Carter. like the tight end situation. I after all the after all the hype, I want to see more. Yeah, Michael Carter was able to run against them. Tevin Coleman looked good against them. We saw Miles Gaskin the week before. Carlos Hyde, like ah, not Carlos Hyde. Sorry, I don't know why I just mentioned Carlos Hyde. Miles Gaskin. Tevin Coleman, all those guys looked good against the Patriots in the line. So I need I need to see the run defense toughen up a bit more. You're gonna face Kamara next week. You know, we know what Kamara can do. Although Winston took his powers away last week. I'm expecting Kamara to have a, a bounce back game against the Patriots. So that line needs to sure up. I like what I'm seeing from Bentley. Bentley's looking like he's gonna he's this is going to be his breakout year. We haven't seen Judon be as explosive as he was in the preseason, but that's going to come. High towers looking good. So secondary is obviously awesome. We need you need Gilmore. JC Jackson just knows has a, knows for the ball. He just he's just going to lead the league in interceptions again probably this year. But that run defense, man, concerning. Yeah, especially again, especially after all the hype that you had built around him. No, I'm I'm concerned about them too, but. Only two weeks through. We got anything else to talk about, or you want to give it up now and, and wait for the Saints coming up in Week Three? How do you how do you see them faring against the Saints? I, <laughs> two, different, was, two different Saints teams to look at from Week One and Week Two. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to say. After Week One, I would have been like, "Oh man, <laughs> James Winston looks good. That eye surgery might have helped." But after Week Two, I was like, "Oh, wait." It's Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston is going to be Jameis Winston no matter what. So I I think, you know, they looked bad. They looked real bad in week two. They also looked real good in week one. You know, I, I don't want to I don't want to give the the fence riding, you know, I think they're somewhere in between. Cause honestly, if I had to pick, I think they're closer to the side where they were yesterday, not what they were yesterday overall, but I think they're closer to the side. I don't think they're nearly as good as what they looked like. At least they made Green Bay look terrible, which we're going to see what Green Bay looks like tonight, Monday Night Football. We record this Monday, September 20th. But I'm going to pick the Patriots. I don't know the spread off the top of my head, but I'm going to pick the Patriots. <sighs> Until they really let Mac air it out, I don't think it's going to be you know a huge win, but I wouldn't be shocked if the Patriots 
win by five. Saints Saints defense is decent. They have, they they're, have yeah, a, they're good. They're a good defensive team. Um, Jameis, he fooled me week one. You know, I chased I chased the points and went went and go went to go get him in fantasy. I'm a dummy. How could you? Not? I'm a, I'm a dummy, and uh, might pay the price for it. We'll see at, by the end of this week. But yeah, I mean, I don't think without Michael Thomas, Sean Payton's not really confident in Jameis slinging the football. Even when he threw five touchdowns, he didn't have many throwing attempts. I think that was the most touchdown anyone's ever thrown with the least amount of yards. So. Like like you, I see them more being what we saw in the latter in week two than week one. But defensively, they're going to give the Patriots some problems. And Kamara is still a monster and going to give Patriots some trouble. So I have the Patriots with him, but it's going to be tough. My thing with Kamara is, you know, one thing the Patriots have done in, in, in still, even, at, even the post-Tom Brady era and – what they've always done is they take your best weapon, whether it be on defense or offense, and they minimize their impact. You know, we've seen it time and time again when J.J. Watt was with the Texans, for example. J.J. Watt was always silenced when he came, when it came to playing the Patriots. Yep. I think that's going to be the same case with Kamara this week. They're going to force James Winston to throw the football, which after what we saw this week, that's not a scary thing if you're a Patriots defense. Let James Winston throw the football. Let's get into it. Anything else? Are we done? I think we're good, man. I think we're good. All right. Show powered by our friends, like always, betaline.ag. Guys, we're going to talk to you next week following week three Patriots, Saints, Jameis Winston, Mac Jones. Massive, massive QB battle up ahead of us. We'll talk to you next week. The whole crew will be back. So we'll talk to you then, guys. Thank you for watching, and thank you for listening.